Welcome to Zichud Daf Simani Marimar by Hebram Goldar and today Mazekas Kedushin Daf Chafal. The first parak Isha Nikneis. The Zichud Mazekas Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazaka Satora. So the three daps we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara in the previous daf discussed if Bater Chumab, houses of walled cities which were sold, can be redeemed by halves, and concluded that the Rabbanan, as opposed to Rabbi Shimon, hold they cannot, based on the Gezer Shaba of Gulaso Gulaso from Steachuza, an ancestral owned field. Rav Huna Barchinina asked Rav Sheshes, Hamorcha Bais Babati Arachoma, one who sells a house among houses of walled cities, Nigal Krovim or Ain Nigal Krovim, can it be redeemed by the seller's relatives or can it not be redeemed by relatives? Since there's a Gezer Shava between Batir Arachoma and Steachuza, do we say that just as a Steachuza cannot be redeemed by halves but may be redeemed by relatives, so to Batir Arachoma cannot be redeemed by halves but may be redeemed by relatives? Or does the Gezer Shava only teach about the law of redeeming by halves, which is written near the word gula so, but not the law of relatives redeeming. Rav Sheish has answered that Batir Arachoma cannot be redeemed by relatives. Point number two, a Bryce records the Malchokas and I'm regarding what is included in the Torah's requirement of Ritzia, boring the ear of the Evid Ibri who wishes to remain. Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Yehud includes wooden implements, such as a peg or thorn, based on the word Vilkachta, and you shall take. Rabbo is called to include anything which is taken by hand. Rebbe requires a metal instrument similar to the All of the Torah. The more explains that Rebbe darshans the phrase as a which includes anything which is similar to the specification, which includes anything metal, like an awl. Rabbi Yossi Barabhuda darshans the phrase with the more expansive Reba Umiya Bariba, which includes everything but one exception, which the Gemara identifies as some, a potion which pierces the ear. Because the Torah wrote Hamartseya, the all, using the definite article, a large all is also included. And pointing with you, Yudim Baribi taught that the piercing is done in the earlobe. The Chamin respond, Ain Evid Ivri Kohen Nirza Mifnation Nasabal Mum. The law is that an Evid Ivri who is a Kohen cannot become a Nirza, because he would thereby become a Balmum, possessing a disqualifying defect. If you say only the earlobe is pierced, how would he become a Balmum? Rather, the piercing must be in the upper portion of the ear. The more later explains that the Kohen cannot become a Balmum because the Torah says, Vashab el Mishbachto, and he shall return to his family. Lemuksak should be Mishbachto, teaching he returns to his former position in his family. The Gemara asks about an every Ivi Kohen, Can a master give a Canaanite slave woman to him to produce offspring? Do we say that the permit for an Evid Ivi to have relations with a maidservant is a novelty, so it applies equally to a Kohen, or perhaps Kohanim are different? Since the Torah added more commandments for them. Rav says it's permitted, and Shmuel says it's not. Rav Nachman told Rav Anan that he could have challenged more from the above rice, which implies that a Kohen cannot be a Nirzo only because he would become a Balmum. If an Evid Ivri who is a Kohen cannot marry a slave woman, he would additionally lack the qualification of the servant loving his wife. The Gemara concludes, there is nothing else to be said to this challenge. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara in the previous daf discussed if Batear Choma, houses of walled cities which were sold, can be redeemed by halves and concluded that the Rabbanan, as opposed to Rabbi Shimon, hold they cannot based on the Gezer Shava Gulaso Gulaso from Steachuza, an ancestral owned field. Rav Huna Barchinina asked Rav Sheshes, Hamorcha Bais Babatear Choma, one who sells a house among houses of walled cities, Nigal Krovim or Ain Nigal Krovim, can it be redeemed by the seller's relatives or can it not be redeemed by relatives? Since there's a Gezer Shava between and Do we say that just as a Steachuza cannot be redeemed by halves, but may be redeemed by relatives, so to Batirachoma cannot be redeemed by halves, but may be redeemed by relatives? Or does the Gezer Shava only teach about the law of redeeming by halves, which is written near the word, but not the law of relatives redeeming? 
Rav Sheshah's answer that Bati Arachoma cannot be redeemed by relatives. Point number two, a Bryce records Malchokas and I'm regarding what is included in the Torah's requirement of Ritzia, boring the ear of the Evid Ivri who wishes to remain. Rabbi Yosiba Rabbi Yehud includes wooden implements, such as a peg or thorn, based on the word Vilkachta, and you shall take. Rabbi is called Davashenikach Miyad to include anything which is taken by hand. Rabbi requires a metal instrument similar to the All of the Torah. The more explains that Rabbi Darshan's the phrase Vilkachta as a Marseille, when a Satiba Asno Ubedelas as a Klal Prat Uklal, which includes anything which is ke'en haprat, similar to the specification, which includes anything metal, like an awl. Rabbi Yosiba reviewed a darshan's a phrase with the more expansive riba umiya variba, which includes everything but one exception, which the Gemara identifies as some, a potion which pierces the ear. Because the Torah wrote hamartseya, the all, using the definite article, a large all is also included. And point number three, Yudin Baribi taught that the piercing is done in the earlobe. The Chami respond, Ein Evid Ivri Kohen Nirza Mifnation Nasabal Mum. The law is that an Evid Ivri who is a Kohen cannot become a Nirza, because he would thereby become a Balmum, possessing a disqualifying defect. If you say only the earlobe is pierced, how would he become a Balmum? Rather, the piercing must be in the upper portion of the ear. The more later explains that the Kohen cannot become a Balmum because the Torah says, Vashab el Mishbachto, and he shall return to his family. Lemuksak should be Mishbachto, teaching he returns to his former position in his family. The more asks about an Evri Kohen, Maushi Yimsul Rabbo Shivachokananis, can a master give a Canaanite slave woman to him to produce offspring? Do we say that the permit for an Evid Evi to have relations with a maidservant is a novelty, so it applies equally to a Kohen, or perhaps Kohanim are different? Hoyoba Riba Behenakasim misses Yasero, since the Torah added more commandments for them. Rav says it's permitted, and Shmuel says it's not. Rav Nachman told Rav Anan that he could have challenged more from the above rice, which implies that a Kohen cannot be a Nirzo only because he would become a Balmum. If an Evid Ivri who was a Kohen cannot marry a slave woman, he would additionally lack the qualification of the servant loving his wife. The Gemara concludes, Sula Midi, there is nothing else to be said to this challenge. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Chafa'alaf, and our standard Simon is a car, because Bostonians, people from Boston, pronounce car as ka. Ka. So ka is the simon. So here goes. The family in the ka who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, were horrified when a master approached pulling his evid and wanted to do ritzi with a metal instrument into their car door. Well, the evid vehemently objected, saying he was a Cohen and would make him a balmum. Once again, slow motion. The family in the ka, ka, that must be on daf, chafalif. The family in the Ka who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a discussion that Bate Arichoma can be redeemed by relatives, Rav Shesha says, they cannot. So the family in the Ka who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, were horrified when a master approached pulling his evid and wanted to do ritzia with a metal instrument into the car door, which reminds us of Bryce records of Malchokas regarding what is included in the Torah's requirement of ritzia, boring the ear of the evid ivri who wishes to remain. Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Yudin includes wooden instruments such as a peg or thorn based on the word ulkachta, and you shall take. Or Rabbi was called Davashenikach Bayad to include anything which is taken by hand. He bases his opinion on the more expansive form of drasha of Riba Mir Riba. Rabbi requires a metal instrument similar to the All of the Torah, basing his opinion on the less inclusive Klal Prat Uklal. So, the family in the Ka who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, were horrified when a master approached pulling his evid and wanted to do ritzia with a metal instrument into their car door. While well, the Evid vehemently objected, saying he was a Cohen and would make him 
Abalmurum, which reminds us, Yudin Baribi taught that the piercing is done in the earlobe. The Chavim respond, Ain Eved Ivri Kohen Nirzim Mifnei Abalmurum. The law is that an Eved Ivri who is a Kohen cannot become a Nirzim because he would thereby become a Balmum, possessing a disqualifying defect. If you say only the earlobe is pierced, how would he become a Balmum? Rather, the piercing must be in the upper portion of the ear. The Gemara later explains that the Kohen cannot become a Balmum because the Torah says, Veshavel Mishpachto, and he shall return to his family. Muxak should be Mishpachto, teaching returns to his former position in his family. So once again, the family in the Kal who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, were horrified when a master approached pulling his evid and wanted to do Ritzia with a metal instrument into the car door, while the evid vehemently objected, saying he was a Kohen and it would make him a Balmum. All right, so now it's time for our Bat Chazar. Daf Yud Zayn. So the similar Daf Yud Zayn is a used car. So here goes. The freed Evid Ivri who went enthusiastically to buy a used car. Used car? That must mean we're on Daf Yud Zayn. The freed Evid Ivri who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Hanaka, which reminds us there's a three-way Malchus regarding how much an Evid Ivri receives for Hanaka, whether it's 15, 30, or 50 slime. So the freed Evid Ivri who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Anaka from the Evid Ivri working for his late master's son, which reminds us it was taught in the Bryce that Evid Ivri Ovid as a ben ve'in Ovid as a bus, and Evid Ivri serves a master's son, but not the daughter if there's no son. Anami Ivri, a Nirza, and one sold to an idolater do not even serve their master's sons. Concerning the first law, Bryce said Darshan's a Pasik, Shanim, and he shall serve you six years, implying he shall serve you, the master, but not the heir of the master, referring to a brother or daughter. Nevertheless, he serves the son because the Pasik says, Sheshanim Yavot, he shall serve six years without specifying you. The Gemara goes on to explain that a son is presumed to be a more direct substitute of the father than a brother because a son stands in his father's place for you to marry his father's Amr Ivriya, and for Steyachuza, he can redeem ancestral land. The father was Makdish before Yovel. So the freed Evid Ivri, who went enthusiastically to buy a used car with the 15 slime of gifts he received for his Anaka from the Evid Ivri, working for his late master's son, saw a gear drive off with a car he bought with monies inherited rabbinically from his father, leaving his brother the idolater behind, holding his late father's idols. Which reminds the Gemara brings a mission discussing a gear and idolater who are brothers who inherit their father's possessions and among them are idols or other goods which are prohibited in benefit. The gear can offer the idolater to take all the idols and he'll take money instead. He could not make this exchange after the idols come into his domain. This proves that a gear does not inherit his father biblically because otherwise he could not offer the above exchange trading idols he legally owns for other goods. Rather, he only inherits rabbinically Shemiyachsur Lesuro, lest he return to his former ways to receive the inheritance. Daf Yudches. So the similar Daf Yudches is a chuppah because Ben Yudches a chuppah. So here goes. It was a terrible scene under the diamond-shaped chuppah. Chuppah? That must be on Daf Yudches. It was a terrible scene under the diamond-shaped chuppah when the chassan, who was already sold once as a thief, was taken to be sold again for a different theft, which reminds the more brings the Malchus regarding when an Evid Ivri can be sold twice. So, it was a terrible scene under the diamond-shaped chuppah when the chassan, who was already sold once as a thief, was taken to be sold again for a different theft, while the Kala's father cried because he would no longer be able to sell her off into servitude, which reminds us that Bryce discusses limitations on the father's right to sell or marry off his daughter. The Tanakhama says, A man may sell his daughter for marriage repeatedly, or sell her for servitude repeatedly, or for marriage after servitude, or for marriage after servitude, 
ishas, but cannot sell her for servitude after marriage. Other opinions are brought. So, it was a terrible scene under the diamond-shaped chuppah, when the chassan, who was already sold once as a thief, was taken to be sold again for a different theft, while the kala's father cried because he would no longer be able to sell her off into servitude to the master who would do yud, which only affects Arison, which reminds us, Rabbi Barabawa asked, Yud Nusun Ose or Arison Ose? Does Yud affect Nusun or only Arison? The Nafkamina or the Halakhas depend on Nusun, meaning if the husband inherits her, whether he can become Tami to bury her if he's a Kohen, and can be made for her Nadarim. A proof is brought that Yud only affects Arison. Daf Yud Tess, the Zimmer Daf Yud Tess is a Yod. So here goes. The master on the diamond studded Yud Yod Yod. That must be on Daf Yud Tess. The Massa on the diamond studded Yud Yod, who was about to do Yud with his Ami Ibria, because his little son wasn't old enough to do so, which reminds us, Rachel Akish asked, Can a man have a son who is a minor do Yud with his Ami? Do we say that the Torah simply says, But no, his son may do Yud, implying, But no, Koldahu, his son, whatever his age, or, But no, Dumya his son is eligible when he is like him, meaning an adult. So the Massa on the diamond studded Yud Yod, who was about to do Yud with his Ami Ibria, because his little son wasn't old enough to do so at the last moment of her servitude based on the original purchase money, which included Kedushan purposes, which reminds the Gemara quotes of Rabban who say that Yud is possible even at the last moment of her servitude because Maus HaVishnon is a Kedushan Dinu. The original purchase money includes Kedushan purposes. So the mass on the diamond studied Yud Yod, who was about to do Yud with his Amiria because his little son wasn't old enough to do so at the last moment of her servitude based on the original purchase money, which included Kedushan purposes, was rebuffed by the girl's father who had stipulated that the sale was conditional that the master not perform Yud. Which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce HaMokras Bito, Pasuk Amenas Shoyayid, one who sold his daughter and stipulated the sale was conditional, that he not perform Yud. Rav Mir holds the condition is effective and the master cannot perform Yud. But the Chuchamim say, if he wishes to perform Yud, he may, because the father has made a condition against what's written in the Torah, which is always void. Dav Chav, so the Simmer Dav Chav is a cafe. So here goes. In the diamond studded slave market cafe, cafe, that must be more on Dav Chav. In the diamond studded slave market cafe, where one slave who went up in value was joyously redeemed for his original purchase price, which reminds us who was taught in a price if an Evid Evi was sold for a mana, which is 100 zuz, and his value subsequently increased and reached 200 zuz, he can be redeemed for a mere mana based on the Pasuk Mekesabink Naso from the money of his purchase, implying redemption according to his purchase price. If he was sold for 200 and his value subsequently depreciated and reached a mana, he's still redeemed for a mana based on the Pasuk Kifishanab according to his years, implying redemption according to current value. So, in the diamond-studded slave market cafe, where one slave who went up in value was joyous redeemed for its original purchase price, sat a sad slave who ended up sold to an idolater because he repeatedly sold Shemitah products and it was Nasul Kehetar, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi Bar says, Come and see how severe is the dust of Shviz, meaning the lesser prohibition. He proceeds to list, based on the sequence of Psukim, a series of financial hardships that will befall someone who does business with Shemitah products and doesn't repent, and reflects Ravuna's principle. Once a person commits a sin and repeats it, who true will? It becomes permitted to him, which the Gemara explains to mean, Nasis Lokaheter, it becomes to him as if it's permitted, since he became accustomed to violating it. So, in the diamond-studded slave market cafe, where one slave who went up in value was joyously redeemed for his original purchase price, said a sad slave who ended up sold to an idolater because he repeatedly sold Shemitah produce, and it was Nasis Lokaheter who was told by a waiter that he could not be redeemed. 
in halves. Which reminds us, the Gemara discusses when Eved Evi sold to an adult to be redeemed by halves, which means can he reduce half his remaining term by paying half the redemption price? All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn that we rule leniently and an Eved is always redeemed at the lower price if the market value fluctuates? That's on Duff. Chaf. Good. Number two. Which of them did the Rabbanon hold that yud is possible even at the last moment because the original purchase money includes Kedushan purposes? That's on Dov. Yotas. Good. Number three. Which of them in the Rebbe holds that only a metal awl may be used for Ritzia, whereas Rebbe Yossi Rebbe Yuda holds? A wooden peg may be used as well. That's on Dov. Chafav. Good. Number four. Which stuff do we have a Malchokas when an Evid Ivri can be sold twice? That's on Dov. Yudchaz. Good number five. Which of the one an Evid Ivri Cohen may not become a Nirza? That's on Dov. Chafav. Good number six. Which of the one that Yud only affects Erison, not Nisuin? That's on Dov. Yudchaz. Good number seven. Which of the discuss whether a father can stipulate that a sale of his daughter as an Amma be conditional, that the master not do Yud? That's on Dov. Your task. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn that when a person sins and repeats his avera, it's not this well kahatur, that's on Dav? Chav. Good number nine. Which stuff do we learn that Shesha says that Bate Archoma cannot be redeemed by relatives, that's on Dav? Chafav. Good number ten. Which stuff do we have with three women regarding how much an Evid Ivri receives for his Anaka, that's on Dav? Yudzayin. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Abraham Goldhart from Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.